Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to the Happy Hour 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. I am running solo for, I don't know, a couple seconds here as Nate and Strick might be running in here to join me. Just hanging out on a, on a Nebraska Huskers Athletics press conference day. We heard from Amy Williams. We heard from Mark Manning. We heard from John Cook. We heard from Mickey Joseph. We also heard from Maddie Kubik of the volleyball team and a couple of football players. Nate, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you. To Tuesday, Rico. We're having a we're having a good Tuesday. It's a good Tuesday, and it's I know that Tuesday. there is a quote from Casey Thompson that Nick wanted to get to, but we never did. Let's so do it. I will play that, and we can uh, we can discuss that because you know Nick isn't here, so we'll just steal exactly what he wanted to do. So here is Casey Thompson on head coach Mickey Joseph. I like Coach Joseph because he brings good energy. He's very detailed and organized. Um, he's very intense and he's passionate. And uh, he brings the best out of everyone. Uh, what I like about him is when you walk in the building, uh, whether you're a player or a coach, everything you do is, is going to be evaluated. Um, anybody on staff has to do their job. And he just he holds everybody accountable. And I really like it. I enjoy it. Um, you know, after, after a win, he's, he's always, I mean, almost every day we, we talk and we meet. And he tells me what I need, what he needs from me as a quarterback and as a leader. And I appreciate him because he pushes me. Um, he gets on to me. You know, he probably coaches me. You know, him and Coach Whip, they, they coach me just as hard as any coach I've ever had. Um, and they get on to me a lot. And that's, I kind of grew up with my dad on me a lot. And uh, my dad, like I said, my dad was with me when I was growing up. So I'm used to it. I'd rather a coach be um, more demanding and more aggressive and be more vocal about what they need from me instead of being passive and I mean, at the end of the day, I'm still uh, a college student. You know, I'm, I'm not, I haven't made it to the, the pros yet. I'm not a coach, so I don't know everything, and I need to have that hard coaching. I think Coach Joseph does a good job uh, with me, holding me accountable, and the rest of the team, and also the coaches as well. So I like him because he brings energy and passion, but I've been most impressed with him because his, um, his organization and his discipline. I mean, every week he's holding guys accountable off the field if we have guys that miss things, um, whether it's meals or – um, workouts or if they miss class or, you know, if they're not on time to something, everyone's held accountable every week and there's punishment and there's uh, consequences for it. So I really like what he's doing. And um, no matter what happens next year, uh, Mickey Joseph, he'll always have my respect. And, uh, you know, I want him to be around for sure. 
hearing from unofficial leader of your football team, considering he's not technically a captain, hearing from Casey Thompson and the way that he speaks about Mickey Joseph, his leadership style, and how he treats everybody on the team, I, that makes me feel really good about how the rest of the season is going to go. I'm not going to speak on to how, you know, the, the future of the program, because I don't know if they hire him, if they hire somebody else, but at least for the rest of this season, I feel good about the way that Mickey Joseph is leading these these young men into the future of whoever their next head coach is going to be and how the rest of this season is going to progress. And I correct me if I'm wrong, text line. Uh, I and like I don't want to take shots at anybody, but I guess this will kind of sound like a shot. I don't remember the last time um, at least we heard from a player talking about um, discipline for off the field actions, you know, happening uh, since, you know, you heard from a lot of players after the fact that Bo Pelini did that a lot. Right. Well, I mean, you could see that on the field. Um, I, I thought you were going to say, like, kind of connection with the player. I would say Garrett Nelson and Scott Frost were that way. We heard him in Big Ten media days. The biggest thing that sticks out to me for this, Rico, is that you look at Nebraska and Casey Thompson specifically, there are a lot of guys that can come back next season. Oh, yeah. And the issue that we're at right now is is Nebraska in the position to do a complete and total rebuild because that's somewhat the situation that you put yourself in. Right, wrong, or indifferent, Scott Frost was fired. Right, wrong, or indifferent, there are a good amount of recruits that are on the team right now that came for Scott Frost that very well could enter the transfer portal. Now, when you had that window that there was only one guy that ended up leaving, that's a good sign, obviously. But then say... You take Mickey Joseph out of the equation, who we've are, we've heard from players, from coaches, from the media, that Mickey Joseph had a hand in a lot of recruiting of, of a lot of these transfer guys and then some guys that have now entered the program as freshmen. So I look at a guy like Casey Thompson, and I would say that you did about as well in the transfer portal considering that you could have. Yes, there's the Quinn Ewers of the world. Yes, there's the well, Caleb of, Williams of the world. Out of the quarterbacks that you realistically right, could have gotten. Right, out of the quarterbacks that you realistically could have gotten, I would say Casey Thompson's probably, at, if not at the top in that discussion. And you look at know, a player like that. I, I know. And if you look at a player like that, I would not say that he's NFL ready. I think Casey Thompson would probably tell you the same thing. If I had to decide right now, if I had to say what was he going to do, I'd probably say he's probably going to stay. But if Mickey Joseph isn't a part of that equation, what does he do? Trey Palmer, if there's any shot in hell that you think he's going to stay, I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say it's probably as Mickey Joseph as the head coach. Trey Palmer literally said when Mickey Joseph was was leaving LSU or when he when he accepted the job or was talking about going to Nebraska, Trey Palmer, he said that Trey Palmer literally told him, wherever you go, I'm going. Like right. If you leave, I'm transferring. I'm going to wherever you're going. Right. So if Mickey Joseph is no longer here, Trey Palmer's going to the NFL. He's bouncing. He's and if, if not the NFL, then he'd transfer again. I, I mean, he could go to the NFL regardless. Offers, he could right. go to the NFL regardless. But if there is any chance of him coming back to Nebraska for another year, it would year, be with Mickey Joseph. It would be if Mickey Joseph, absolutely. And that that's not something that you need to look at as an athletic director and say, "Well, we need to keep you know this player and this player, so we have to hire Mickey Joseph." That's no, not what I, that's no, no, not no, what no, we're no, saying. No. But if there's any chance at retaining some of the players that he had a, a big hand in, in bringing to Nebraska, it would be with him as the head coach. I'm not saying that another head coach wouldn't be able to convince no. them to stay, but a player like Trey Palmer, I don't see him staying if Mickey Joseph is not here. No, and I don't see a player like Casey Thompson, too. And I could we could be see, very wrong. I, I don't could know. see Casey staying if it's a different coach. It Just because... I don't After know. After hearing that, I don't know. Well, just because I don't know how his pro prospects are right now. Oh, I don't no. Know. I would assume that he'd transfer again. I don't. Well, 
can he transfer and yes, play right away? Yes, since because, his coach got fired, because his coach got fired. So if he wanted to, that's a, that's the interesting situation about, about this. That one. Is that every player on the team right now? Literally every player, they can move. It doesn't matter if you've already transferred before. Your coach got fired, so by the by the law that the NCAA has clarified it as, you can bounce. Now, do I think he will? I don't know. I'm not Casey Thompson. I can't answer that for you. But I think you have a better chance at retaining a player like that if Mickey Joseph's on the coaching staff. And like you said, Rico, I'm not saying that's why you hire a guy. Mm-hmm. But you have to look at Mickey Joseph's recruiting track record, and you have to look at the guys that have entered the transfer portal and decided to come to Nebraska. Some of them might have come for Scott Frost. I completely understand that. He is the head coach. Some mm-hmm. might have come for Mark Whipple. I understand that. Some He's might have proven. Come- I right. Some might have come for Shenander. Yeah. Right? But I feel much more confident that these guys stay on the team with Mickey Joseph as the head the coach. The way that he's able to connect with the players and the way that the players, the bla- that the players talk about him. They speak so highly of him. Yeah. And we got somebody that says, would you expect him to say anything different? I mean, talking complimentary of his head coach, no. But the long, detailed right. talk about Mickey and the comparison to his dad and, and how he enjoys the coaching style that he is getting and how much he loves Mickey Joseph – he didn't need to say that. No. He could have just said, they asked him about Mickey Joseph. He could have just said, you know, he's a great coach. He's done a good I, job. I respect him. I respect him as the head coach, and I, I like the way that this team is headed with him as a head coach. Boom. There's your answer. But he went on a long, detailed explanation as to why he likes Mickey Joseph, why he likes his coaching style, relationship. And yeah. his relationship with Mickey, yeah. and all of that. That's there's that's different between there's a difference between do you expect them to say anything different and, oh, this person really likes this. There's a difference. You got to be able to read between the lines on that. Especially too, because I I talk about it a lot, and I always say that they're kids. And Mark's probably listening. He's probably going to say they're not kids. They're kids. It's such some of them are older, but they're kids. It's such an interesting relationship in college football because this isn't like professionals where you have grown men making salaries, making decisions, families, all this stuff. Like no matter which way you want to slice it, the way I look at it is that they're kids. A relationship with a coach is incredibly important. I mean, look at look at the coaches that are so successful, the Dabo Sweeney's, the Nick Sabans. They have relationships with their players. Mm-hmm. Again, when you get to the professional levels, it's completely different. Everyone's a professional. It's a full-time job. You're getting a salary. You have families. All that. The relationship with a coach is so important, and having Mickey Joseph in the room has proven time and time again by all of these players saying it that he is a player's coach. You are going to have a relationship with Mickey Joseph. He might not always be the nicest guy to you. Casey Thompson just told you that. Coaches are hard. But that's how it's supposed to be. at, At the college level, that's what the relationship, that's what the dynamic is supposed to be like. So when I hear something like that, and I'm not, I'm not all in on Mickey Joseph. I'm not all in on on the coaches. I I just want to see what happens throughout the rest of the season. I want to see who Trev's talked to because he said that I'm going to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Now there's been rumors, there was speculation that people have the flight tracker. Yeah. Uh, we have crazy people that that love Nebraska football, and I love you guys yeah. for that. Hey, like what Fred, like but, what Trev said. If you hear that I talked to somebody, then I probably probably did. did. And that's the thing is we, we don't know specifically what those conversations are and where they're headed. But I'll tell you right now, after hearing something like that, I'm definitely more optimistic about Mickey Joseph than I was before. And it seems mm-hmm. like it's just every single week there's something it's that happens. Snowball it is. It's a snowball, but it's a good snowball. Yeah. Because every week it's something more that's happening that's saying, okay, I'm more confident in this program if this is the guy that's running it. If this is the direction he's taking. If this is what the players, we can talk all we want. But guess what? The guys that I care about what they say about Mickey Joseph is the players like Casey Thompson. Like you said, Rico, the leaders on the team. Mm -hmm. And 
like you said, he didn't have to go into that long-winded discussion. He didn't have to say that, no. but he did. And that, and that has to. to mean something. Yeah. And like like you know, you just said and like I said, it's not that, you know, that makes me feel like, oh, Mickey Joseph is going to be the next head coach because no. of this. This makes me feel better about the rest of the season. I agree. The way that the, the way that yeah. the players talk about Mickey coming out of the bye week even after a tough loss to Purdue, still all in. Still ready to go. And I understand I talked about it before. They were all in before everybody was bought in and wanted to win games. I get that. But it's it's a, a little bit of a different feeling. Just a little bit. Of course it's a different feeling. It's, a it's bit an interim head coach. It's a, new, it's a different yeah. head coach. Of course it's a new feeling. Whatever. Yeah. But, hey, that's going to do it for the happy hour. Thank you all for listening. Talk press conference. We had sweet things by Marcy. Go ahead and get your